Now I feel like a real podcasting douche. Yeah, um, let me get my tripod set up. See? Yeah, so like, I was like at the store today, and like, (laughs) you know, this person in the line was like taking forever. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I know. Crazy, eh? Oh, hate that. That's a literal tweet that you just stole. The ice cream on the conveyor belt thing or whatever it is. Yeah, it was something about like, it was like, uh, the one I saw. Something. Yeah, yeah, musicians be like, nobody wants to hear this. And then it was like podcasters. Podcast. Like, What's like the my ice cream. You know, no, no, it's a little bit of that, you know, those lemon things you buy that are shaped like a lemon that's with lemon juice. <laughs> yeah, not even real lemon like a juice. Fucking, it's like a diluted version of that. Probably. It's artificial lemons. You're going to drink it, you little bitch, and you're going to like it. Welcome to the artificial podcast. It is 8.08 p.m. This is a late one for us. Sunday, June 12th, 2022. Welcome to episode 83 of the fucking A podcast. We're entering the wide receiver numerology era here of the show, guys. You know, we got to show some love to the gym rats, the real grinders, the real effort players. I am your host, Drew Bennett, and I am joined by the Kentucky Derby gym rat himself, Wes Welker. How you doing, brother? Okay, I was glad you were going to go with that. Cause that, cause I played high school football at the time that he was big. So of course I was, was big, obviously oh yeah, you're the short white guy nickname. playing slot. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Thank you for, thank you for nailing that. And thank you everybody for joining us. Sorry for, for being off for a week while I gallivanted into Matt's hometown and uh, went to his apartment to get covered in dog hair, but yeah, we're glad to be back, brother. I'm back and I'm, I'm back. Actually, my back is a little bit better. So, uh, oh yeah, you uh, yeah. How is the how is the the lumbar region treating you? It's paralyzed, paralyzed. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I'm better now. Um, I'm a lot better. Uh, I'm getting old. Apparently, I'm getting those weird freak injury shit when you don't yeah. stretch enough, and then it's like, oh, yeah, or a heavy backpack and fucking blew my spine out. Like, oh okay, I'm not 17 anymore. So that's, yeah, it's that's shit. I mean, this that's just the ticket. That's the price of admission that you pay as you. You get into those digits that begin with three, but we're glad to be back. I think another another weekly therapy session as we we, we deliver to our listeners another collection of, of stories and things and topics and assorted conversations, sort of conversations. And talking over each other and interrupting each other. You know, yeah, the basics. No, which I which I allow more of now because since we started doing the video stuff. Um, it is, it is much harder to, uh, silence one person mm-hmm. and have their mouth keep moving like a dubbed over karate movie. So we call it, we call it chemistry over here. Okay. Right. I think, I think, no, I think knowing that it's on tape also steps up our game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't eat my boogers. Like I can't, you know, I, I you'll see True. me if I fucking mute my microphone and go, <laughs> you can't, yeah. You can't throw up the gang signs either. You can't hide. I can't throw up the know? blood signs. Yeah. Like it just, True. it's tough. Tough, tough, man. But, you know, it takes patience and our listeners are nothing but patient, but their patience may be wearing thin if they fall into the category of people who enjoy sriracha. Are you a sriracha man, Matt? Declare I'm, yourself. I'm, I like sriracha mixed in other sauces. So like mayonnaise, okay. throw sriracha in that, mix it up. Fuck yeah. Fire. Now you're, you know, be the, the greater Toronto area, especially the Toronto downtown, you know, that shit is in every, everything in the wall restaurant ready to go. But if you're a sriracha person, you may be shit out of luck because High Fung Foods, the makers of the hot sauce, announced that they are experiencing a shortage of chili peppers due to weather conditions. Droughts Ooh. in Mexico appear to be the cause, and orders of sriracha are going to be on hold until September. So your COVID return to the bars late night 
downtown, getting a slice of pizza at some hole in the wall. It's going to be a little flavorless, folks. I'm trying to get my shawarma, like, jacked up, though. Like, what are they, they going to substitute it with now? Like, real peppers? No, nothing. Some I mean, other shit? Nothing? Ketchup? I got nothing? A little ketchup. ketchup? Yeah, I'm going to put... Mm. That, uh, uh, what am I going to put in my... You know? Uh, ketchup. Uh, you're out of... You're limited options here. I'm sorry. Fuck, but- man. Fuck. Yo, fuck global warming, dog. Yo, I this was going to is- say, I think this gets people motivated. That's what I'm going to say. This is this is the shit that we need to see happen yeah. for change to occur. You know, you're going to have people like, I don't really yeah. care about climate change until you take my fucking chilies away. Yeah, who gives a shit about the planet? I mean, Mother Nature, you know, she never cooperates. But you take away my sriracha. I mean, whoo, baby, this is going to be trouble. It's a recipe for disaster, bro. People are going to, why is all the good shit going away right now? Especially you, you made that comment about in Toronto right now, how everybody, you know, Sriracha's at every spot. Bro, sure. The fucking bakery that supplies the patties for like Bathurst station, Islington and Warden fucking burned down, bro. So like, yeah, fam. So, so we're going to have a Sriracha shortage and a patty shortage. The good patty shortage that you can still get the shitty flake you know, ones where it's going to be, the, it's going to be a hot summer down there. Right? Oh, I, I was furious, man. I mean, obviously I feel bad for the people, but like, yo, that, what, what are you trying to do, man? We try to need me patty. Well, I mean, you're going to have to make do like I, that. That's welcome to the new age, brother. Good times are over. You're going to have to make do with whatever patties you can eat and whatever hot sauce you can mix up. It'll so happen. What happens? I don't know. What happens now when the next natural disaster takes out, you know, my fucking, my lifeblood? I don't know. Pepsi, fucking water. What happens when the water goes away, man? What are we going to do? That was a that was an astronomical ascent through disasters right there. You went the from world Pepsi is ending, to water. Bro. The world you is skipped all sorts over. of shit. You skipped wheat. You skipped <laughs> rice and corn and like you went straight from, you went from a sugary diabetes drink straight to the source of all life like that. There's no... Well, that's what you do, bro. You, I'm, I'm no a rule of threes in that no, setup. No. There, nothing. Nice okay. edge, bro. I'm on. I'm on the edge all the time. Ooh, I'm drinking yeah, a little testy. It's as good. much you know? much caffeine as I can take until I'm like, oh my god, I've pissed forty. T- I need to drink some water. And then you, we're we're dealing with a we're dealing with a night episode here, which is you know different moods, different different cycles of the sun and and planetary alignments. These are all out of whack. You know the energies are not quite the same as usual. You're not. You're now. You're in my time zone, baby. This is when I, this is when I operate. That's true. I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling a little sleepy. It's, it's kind of me. Like I'm time, time for a snack and a, and a, and a documentary. I've usually just finished my first coffee of the day. So. Okay. All right. So you're hitting, you're hitting a high, but I just Uh actually want to give a quick shout out this week uh, to uh, just a Twitter, my favorite Twitter name that I found. Oh yeah. Username, you know, Matt, who boasts a a machine, a machine gun Shkreli as his, I thought I'd share one plain and simple. Just hit me. Thought I'd share with you. Uh, Burlington Throat Factory. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) To the young lady, the young lady who conjured up that one, A plus. Oh my God. I'm so, that's, that's, I gotta reuse that. I'm, I'm so fucking using that shit. It feels like you could use it as an insult, you know? (laughs) Or as like a sexy compliment, like she go, your girl comes in in a beautiful fucking leather coat or something. You're like, damn bitch, she looking like the Burlington Throw Factory. You know what I'm saying? Or you can. Well, do- <laughs> I'm gonna leave you to try that one yourself, brother. It'll work, dog. My method is pull my cock out, just whip it out. It's like can't say no. We're in a committed relationship. <laughs> I look forward to, at the trial in ten years. 
Um, this was from June 12th, episode 83. At roughly 8.07 p.m. Mr. Carter, the defendant. I'm going to read back the transcript. Uh, he then said, uh, we're in a committed relationship and you cannot say no. You're going to be sitting there being like, it was a joke. He then degraded me and called me the Burlington Throat Factory. His co-host seemed to laugh in jest, might I add, thinking this behavior was funny. And I'm going to be in the back like, oh. Real friends turn to codependence, Dan. Oh, shit. (laughs) You're going to be right on stage with me. Oh, man. (laughs) Your name's on the lease, bro. Fuck. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, I paid the publishing fees. I'm not off the hook. Um, I don't think so. Look, hey, when I was coming back from Toronto, I know I was talking to you a little bit about this off air, um, but so so I'm riding the train to Toronto for our listeners, and Matt sends me this clip on Twitter of uh, this this guy goes to a New York Yankees game and he's interviewing couples, and he asks this couple um, if well, it's they're both Yankees fans, and he's like, "Would you guys give each other a hall pass?" For to win a World Series, to, like, if you, the Yankees were to win the World Series this year, right? And they're both like, "Yeah," which is a totally normal answer. And and then he asked them, like, "Who would you fuck? Like anybody in the world?" And the girl says, "My ex boyfriend," which is just like this man has been murdered down bad, until, down like, bad, man. The worst, and the a, worst a thing. A man you in say. shambles. Yeah, the worst thing you say. The man in shambles then says, as his answer, "You." Which is just like, ugh. It's it's like, pathetic, honestly. Like the man should have just dropped her on the spot. But then like she doubles Oprah. down. Like, she doubles down and makes a comment about he was a good lover. So it's just like, it's, oh, does it's, she actually? I'm. You didn't finish the clip, I guess. I must. I just. Oh, the only thing I remember after that was her being like, "We're gonna go fight about this now." She actually yeah. said, "This guy." She doubles good. down as they're walking away. He's like, "Why your ex? Like, why would the fuck would you say that?" And she's like, "He was a good lover," and like laughs. <sighs> So it's like, yo, you just eviscerated God. this man on and it's blown up to like six like, million views. I think I'm going to become a Red Sox fan. Like, so I just so you're on the sever. train. You're on, you're watching so I'm on the train, shit. right? Matt sends this to me uh, and it's wild, whatever, sure. And uh, most of the train ride, this guy, like two, two rows up for me, I watch for pretty much the whole train ride, just live his whole life through his cell phone. It was incredible. Not to be like a 30-year-old dude who's starting to get kind of crazy, but... This guy, I'm not kidding you, never stopped using it. He sent a thousand Snapchats of his own face sitting on the train. He watched Instagram clips and reels on end, including that clip about five minutes after Matt sent it to me. He watched the same thing. I don't think he finished it. He just like hearted it. And then 20 minutes later, I look up over at this guy again. He's back on Instagram. And now he's watching that video again. And I, I'm like... Like, oh, like, or it's a rerun. No, it wasn't a rerun. Now it was like some guy from Barstool Sports doing a reaction video to it. Probably fucking KFC. Segment by segment, like, yeah. the question gets asked, and now let's cut to this dude being like, what a crazy question. Woo! And then it's the girl's answer. Whoa, that's fucked up, man. Like, what the fuck? And then it's like the dude's answer. Well, like, each reaction, each one at a time. And I, I don't think I ever wanted to kill myself more. And then so who's, who's, who's more pathetic? The guy who watched that for an hour or the fucking 30 year old who sat across from him, watching him watch that for an hour saying, You're I'm hundred percent pathetic, hundred percent pathetic. But um, on that train ride, I realized I looked around and it was, there was, it was every single person on the screen having a different experience on them. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Like woman next to me was sending emails, a kid who had both seats in front of me, lucky, lucky little bastard playing games and then watching YouTubers. Like I looked over and he was watching some like pink haired pixie girl YouTuber. His kid was like eight. Right. Uh, the girl next to me was watching Netflix and she kept double tapping the screen. 
Like, you know, when you tap a screen, when you watch Netflix, the pause button appears. Yeah. yeah. So she's watching a show, but like, I just noticed like every two seconds, she was just like, made the buttons appear. Probably checking for notifications or something. Like every five seconds on off. Yeah. We're trained monkeys, bro. The Pavlov conditioning is here. And that's why I texted you. I was like, I, I'm, I'm losing my mind here. Cause it just yeah. suddenly was just like, I felt terrified. You're in a fishbowl, <laughs> bro. You're in a fishbowl. And that's the God. thing too. So like you take it from an outside perspective, right? That guy that's watching those videos of people react and talk about it. Realistically, it's like the same thing as you or I talking about that's just something that went down, right? Yeah. Are but we like a triple level meta now? Cause I'm talking about it on a podcast. That's yeah, then going this is, out. This uh, is modern podcasting is how many times can we repackage this? We're on the fifth level of an interaction that a guy had that I saw him yep. have on his phone while I was having an interaction for talking to my friend. So now we're squared. Yeah. And then we go and reflect on it on a syndicated it's, podcast and then you download it. That's right. It's, like, it syndicated. Is. it's, a, it's a content creator went out into public and filmed something, got shared on Instagram. It got reaction videoed. It got viewed by people normally. It got shared to other people. It got talked about on a podcast. <laughs> that podcast may get shared by somebody else. <laughs> this is, it's going great. It's going great. Anyways, it's like, a, it's like my... a media needle exchange. You know what I mean? Like we're going to catch the bug eventually, I guess, bro. Wow. It's just going to consume us. Is that going to be the name of your first book? That's a good, that's a good book name. What did I even call it? The media needle exchange. The media needle exchange. There you go. That's a great. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me what I just said five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's what friends are. That's what friends and co-hosts are here for. Yo, yeah. speaking of speaking of needle exchange drug stuff. So I went to a fucking. I went that's to a, a one year old. Right? I went to a one year old's birthday party. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you keep this on the rails, okay? So anyway, so I I talked to some friends I haven't seen in, in like a long time, right? And I was talking to a buddy. I was like, Yo, man, like, how's it going? Blah blah blah. And he said, He's like, Man, I'm great. Blah blah blah. But the other night, like me and my girl went to went to another buddy's house or whatever. And he had a friend over and we're in the garage. We're chatting or whatever. And this guy just like casually pulls out a crack pipe and starts smoking it. And they were like, what the fuck dude? Like, Oh, sorry. Like, but you're not like, no, I'm not all right with that. Like what the fuck, bro? So I'm just laughing, thinking to myself, like when the mood you know, strikes, I, like I guess like, I know like the casual cigarette, but you know, like, oh, I only smoke when I drink. Why do you just pull a crack by all oh, like, fucking hit the rock a little bit when I drink? That feels it's a little bit like somebody. a read the room scenario, you know? That's what, I, that's what I'm That's what he said, right? He's like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't, I can imagine if I don't know you, I could light up a cigarette beside you and be like, fine. If I don't know you, I'm not sure. just pulling my fucking crack pipe out and loading up and blasting. But, but why, man? Like. They're all just drugs, dude. Like yeah, your caffeine that you have in the morning that you're able to actually function and drug, go to your bro. job. It's just a drug, man. Yeah. Yeah. Take the crack pill and sleep in the ditch, bro. Like, okay. It's a little well, heavy. Is it right? That's what I'm saying. I've never, I've pulled out like I've pulled out like a joint or like a vape pen and been like, Do I need to go That's, outside? You know what? Like, much like your Pepsi to water jump, I feel like. Yeah, there's there's a lot of other things that would fall before a crack pipe that might be slightly questionable, but maybe acceptable, you know? Oh, yeah. I, it's like just snorting a line of blow, people might be like, oh, okay. Like, I don't really, I don't partake, but, you know, okay, interesting. Mm, this guy goes hard. It's, it's 4 p.m. on Tuesday. Like, yeah. <laughs> just roll, imagine just like rolling up your sleeve and just like flicking a needle and being no, like, I think that's the worst. Was that that's Tim Hortons the, the other day? Just like, the worst. Yeah. I think I would have just junkied out right in the middle. Like, so anyway, I was, I was tying myself off last night. Right. And I fucking yeah. nodded out and woke up and the needle was in my arm. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. okay. There's definitely a hierarchy, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think needles are just like, I think they're the what the fuck factor if you just bust that out and start, start stabbing. Um, I have something I want to share. 
Share. That's what this is for. I thought about sharing it with you when I saw you last weekend, but I think I got carried you saved away. Saved it. So this is crazy. I'm just going to preface it. Okay. And I'm when I say crazy, I mean literally like diagnosable. Um, this it comes happened. from this comes from a a sort of a friend of a friend of the show that has made its way to me. Um, and I'm going to give you the context is. Uh, this this girl worked at a store about three or four years ago and at the time worked with another person, an, a, a guy who worked there who could be described as sort of a mid thirties, um, had a ponytail. I, I believe I'm a little oh. flogging in the details. Oh God. I'm, I'm just going to let that. that. I'm just going to let that take. What are you it, trying to it, say? What are you trying to say, was, man? This was a restaurant and I, I, I had to ask for the context. This was a restaurant and I guess the two of them were, were folding up the cutlery together and a okay. conversation occurred. Um, these people didn't really know each other besides being very vague coworkers. Um, and recently the man in this scenario somehow found the phone number of and tracked down the girl oh, to no. send her what I, I can only describe as, as uh, uh, like half a manifesto. Oh, I thought you were going to say dick pics. What they no, said no. manifesto? No, I wish it was dick pics. Matt, I'm going to read this to you, and I'm going to give you a little context. This do was a Word document. This was a Word document. Yes, I do. This is a Word document. He didn't document. do like a phone note. He did a Word doc. He oh, sent fuck. a screenshot. Oh. No, no. He, sent, he took a picture of a Word document. Now, Matt, first, okay, it's titled at the top because you can see the blue bar of the Word. It's titled Document 1. So this is like a like maybe a spur of the moment rant. We yeah, might he just call it. opened it up and started just fucking hammering. <laughs> Again, these two people did not, did not have any contact with each other. This was an out of the blue. So they have folded cutlery. They probably exchanged a few words. There was a conversation then... that took place while they were folding cutlery that, that this girl, this, this person who this came from, did uh, she say does acknowledge, there. does acknowledge, does remember happening. Okay. And then they have not spoken to each other in years. And this guy reached out with this. Okay. Let me clear out. Let me clear. Okay. So they haven't sp- this is years ago. Three or so years have passed. And did, in the conversation, did she ever say, I want you to creepily find out where I am and send me a manifesto? I don't know. I, I will spoiler alert. No, that, that is not. I, I would assume that the man yes. in his thirties with a ponytail, who's probably still working. Can I read as this? Folding can I, no, you can't. Can I'm trying to flesh out the story and fill I, up I, it's okay. I want you to have all the context before we start. I need know? it. I need it. I, cause I, when you said thirties with a ponytail, you, I got scared. Man, I'm going to tell you, you're probably going to need a lot more context and there's only so much that I have. Um, okay, here we go. Hi, Blank. I won't say her name because it is addressed addressed to her by name. So hi, so-and-so. I hope you are well. I hope you still have this number. I don't, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to antagonize you. I am angry, but I respect you. You may have been unfairly the receptacle of some of the anger I've been carrying for years. Buckle up, my man. What the fuck, dude? Since I was little, the phrase, and then parentheses as phrases, in question has sounded like, uh, sorry, before I continue real quick, uh, the grammar and the English of this, not that it's like, this is a person who doesn't speak English, it is just, a, it is just atrocious. In so it's he's writing. Michelangelo, he's not Donatello. It is, it is not, yeah, this guy's got no, turtle. 
this guy didn't, it's titled document one because he clearly did not proofread and then edit and do a second draft. Okay. So since I was little, the phrases in question has sounded like feminine is fair. Now he says feminine over and over again. We believe he means feminism, but kept spelling it feminine. So assume that as we go along, I've heard, heard question that sounded phrases like feminine is fair or feminine is fair. When it, when is comes to gender again, approved. Oh God, dude, check the red lines, bro. Equality and fairness are related words. After all, it has been an enormous source of pain and anger inside of me. I have kept the anger buried for years become because feminism finally gets it is in my quote tribe because I need these people. And also because, to be honest, in my experience, they have not always received criticism of their beliefs well. Society cannot ignore this forever. This needs to be addressed. It sounds like feminism is fair. The phrase, phrase is, has exacerbated the anger I have felt in many, many life experiences. Like watching for decades, custody inequalities go almost universally unaddressed by the predominantly female proponents of this ism. The well, fuck is- <laughs> Please, uh, we can take a moment. What the fuck do custody battles have to do with this woman? You haven't talked to men's in four rights, or five years. Men's rights dudes on the internet always point to that. That's like their go-to. The like incel red pill dudes are always like custody battles, dude. Like they always go. It's a, it's a, and as I understand, it's because it is actually a statistically true thing that that typically the, the mothers get better outcomes. But it is like their cornerstone. As a right? child that went with the mother, I mean, you, me as it well. Just, it yes. just that makes more sense. They, I grew in her stomach. I'll give her the one up. <laughs> <laughs> I give her the one up. <laughs> How okay. I do that. But anyway, continue. Um, by the predominantly female proponents of this ism, while said ism has, well, while said ism has the definitions and descriptions that it has, feminism is fair. Or in our conversation, that's the context I was giving you. He suddenly refers to a conversation they had three fucking years ago. Can you remember gotta, every interaction you had working at a restaurant or working just, at a job? Three I can years ago? see this guy just fucking boiled up, you know, like greased out, folding the cutlery, being like, "You femoids in the front, you know, with your good looks, get the tips." While We're gonna I oh, recline yeah. to the back. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think I don't think you're that far off. I'm not. Uh, it's got to be a Somebody hasn't spoke to it three years. Of course, I am, I'm, I am, I'm telling you right now, bro. I am not quite halfway even through it yet. So, in our convo, I am thinking the women in my family social circles would have really let me have it if I had done said some of the things that you said to me two and a half years ago. Then I hear feminism is fair when it comes to gender. After I said, I don't feel like men are being listened to. You made a face. Whoa. This was the first time in my life I have ever dared to say that. Then seconds later, you made comments that strongly came off as you were implying to me what men were thinking or feeling. You were speaking of dislike of things that are feminist, etc. That also made me think, I don't feel like men are not being listened to. This guy's all over the map. I mean... In your eyes, after that moment, there was no hint of any recognition of personal wrongdoing. This all really bothered me. Document one. Document of debts submitted to the court. That's what I mean. This all really bothered me. Being against the association of gender equality with femininity is so much more than aversion to things feminine. For me, a lot of it is about the opportunity to be heard when the topic is gender related and I am disagreeing with women around me. I don't want to feel like I am wrong from the get go as soon as I disagree in said conversations. I want to hear your side of the moments of our convo. I do not mean to tell you what you are saying. Now, that last part is all in italicized. 
I don't know. It's, it's emphasis. I mean, he took time to switch up to, the fonts. He's trying to say it politely and slickly. Like, hey, I just blasted you for fucking four pages. Are you ready for the white knight slide into home? Oh, no. Because you know, you know how they do, right? There's criticism, but there's always this compliment. Feminists in my life tend to be intelligence, intelligent, empathetic people who are often in the business of addressing people's pain. They also tend to be, in my experience, people who have put a lot of thought into how to talk about gender and everyday language. That is partially why this is all painful for me. That's it. You haven't spoken to a man in three years and you get a text message on your phone that is addressed to you by name. In a Word document photo, that is, I'm not counting, probably about 400, 500 words with no coherent sort of anything. Listen, okay. Justin Trudeau just put a ban on handguns. You need to get one, girl. You need to get one. This motherfucker is I mean, coming this, for blood. This guy is why there's a ban on handguns. Because there this is, guy could be like, I'm going to go to the gun store. Like, there is obviously like... This stuck out in this. This is a pivotal moment for this dude. He's like mulled over this shit. Where for you, you were just like, I mentioned the word feminism, and this guy gave me a face and gave me some uppity bullshit. Like and I remembered it for three years. I, I three did, years. Anybody day uses in, day out stewing. Anybody uses the word ism just interchangeably. I'm well, I'm alarmed by like on its own. Like yeah, just just ism. Not like using an ism like feminism. Just saying the word. Ism is a red flag for me. Like I, <laughs> I actually, I strongly agree. <laughs> like this red flag, bro. Uh, when we were, we were reading this uh, uh, over the last weekend, when I first got it, and um, we thought the use of the word receptacle was really was really poignant as well. What do you think of that? Referring, you may have you may have unfairly been the receptacle of some of the anger. <laughs> recipient maybe you trash can is basically listen to my garbage dump as i fucking just unload on you this is the most confusing person ever okay now here's the thing i normally i wouldn't judge or make assumptions about this dude because i think you're safe here i think you're i feel like this guy has cleared a little bar that i can go at him a little bit you know what i mean okay nothing wrong with folding cutlery for a job nothing wrong at all (laughs) we've all done done it it. you've done done it we we both know we've done it Okay, so you're telling me you're mid-30s. How old is this girl? Uh, I, I believe she is a little younger than us. So Not, somebody that's... I can't confirm that, though. So That's fine. So let's say 10 years your junior. You folded sure. cutlery with her three years ago. Yeah, she'd so probably be like maybe early 20s at that point. Like, and you're, you're, a, you're a man with a ponytail doing the shit. <laughs> you're writing a manifesto, so you probably think you're an intelligent guy. Spontaneous manifesto. It's not even yeah, saved on his computer unless he saves... Unless this is the only document he's ever written and document one is an acceptable name. Spontaneous delivery, but not a spontaneous manifesto because he's been stewing on this shit for three years. Sure, sure. Okay. He's had a lot he's of time just, standing in the shower with his hand on the wall, just staring at the ceramic. Like, now, okay. everything I'm getting from this guy is that if you asked him, do you think you're intelligent? He would say, yes, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. The way he's written this yeah. email, yes, absolutely. But what confuses me is how you have spelling errors wrong words and all this shit, but you're the type of person to send a manifesto to somebody else. You strike me as the type of guy that you would correct my grammar if I spoke. So I'm a little confused on who this dude even fucking is. And since I'm so confused. Are you carrying your anger? I feel like you're carrying your anger. I'm carrying this girl's pain because I'm worried she's going to get shot in the fucking head when she goes to her car, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Like that is a, I mean, I, I have to sympathize. I mean, 
I don't know. Are, I don't really know how to wrap my head around it because like being like a, a being a guy who demographically falls into a similar category as a person who wrote this is is odd to imagine like what a what it's like to be that much of kind of like a pathetically lost human being in the world Bro, that like, like this person's this person's idea of growth like i mean it is so like the fact that this guy put this in and it's made its way to two assholes like us who are just going to crack jokes and be like holy shit this is crazy like that's like the culmination of your like emotional existence is like you're you're literally fodder for a joke because you're in you you're so detached so far gone yeah from anything that is reasonable in the world that it's it's <sighs> it almost makes you feel better about yourself like you know, how, you know how they always say there's two sides to a story i would love to just sit down with both of them on an, in a separate incident and just talk about how that interaction went you're gonna have one person who would be like i have no fucking idea what's going on here this is insane I just and another told person him that- who's like let's get into it like <laughs> i just told him that i thought women and men should be paid the same and he went off and i don't know what and then say. she made a face and i took that very personally i never got over it like it's like put on a watch list is basically it. Yeah. Like fucking incel alert. Like, I don't know, man. I, you I just, can understand why women are like very scared of men on most like fucking right. Dog guys on a first date. who were like, can I come to your house? It's like, no, I'm not okay with that. Like <laughs> I, I prefer a public meeting first. Like, Get in my oh. white van. Yeah. Like, Pick you up. I'm going to go drive to the woods. Across like, the street what? from the elementary school. I'm not allowed to park there. Yeah. Get in. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, this motherfucker's got some search history too, right? Like, oh, for know. sure, doc. I want to see his subreddits, like what he subscribed to. It's on some forums. Let me tell you. Let me Crazy. fucking tell you. Crazy and 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 genuine sympathies to the girl who got this because yes, it is it is ball, balls to the wall, fucking nuts. See, she's deserving of sympathy though. Like that's so that's unprovoked and out of nowhere. Even if even if the conversation was like, I think you're a fucking piece of shit and women rock. You suck asshole <laughs> i don't think it deserves three years of stewing and then you fuck you bitch you know what i mean like it took you that long why don't you just say it straight to her face but that was a big moment for him to be like that was the first time i ever dared challenge women you know like it's yeah so you're 35 you never said no to a woman before you disagree you're fucking pathetic yeah. man but like, also, you're like, pathetic, bro. yeah you're that you're that age and you're still like going on the internet and like re- and i mean like you know that's that's not that's not age restricted like diving into that shit but nevertheless like if you're like into your late 30s and you're like still like ranting about women on like uh, like our incel or our red pill or something and like or, or some forum board it's like yeah yes i think you might be i think you might be checked out of this game guys like Fact, like yo, some people like they lack the ability to just roll their chair backwards and turn and look at the mirror and be like oh fuck I don't believe she responded because I think I know, would the not, uncertainty I would of is this your phone number that. would be like, I'm going to let you believe that this is not the phone number and, and move on. That is I think you, that was it, but you got to respond with like the Navy SEALs copy pasta. Listen here, you little bitch. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that I think you could have done is just send it right back to him and be like, Are you re- can you read this to yourself? Like, <laughs> just a quote be like i'd like you to read this aloud in the mirror like bro you got the probably wrong number did read it <laughs> <laughs> send like a photo of your brother or something like yo this is not who you think it is but like you need to reflect on how fucking pathetic you are how about okay well yeah how about if 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 she's out there if this gets back go downtown 
and get random strangers to read it and then just send him the videos of strangers. Never, never be you. Just never admit it's you. Just find strangers to read it out loud and then just send him videos. Yeah. Asking strangers what they think about did my just, insane manifesto email. Did you just invent the first copy past the TikTok? It's there you go. 100%. And just go out and read it. Yo, we should, yo, we should do that, but with actual copy pastas. Be like, I received this text message. How do I respond to you it? You just got an authentic straight from the wild copy pasta. Like, what do you need? Anything That's else? Scary for? little bitch. <laughs> like, you could segment, you could probably take five or six good quotes out of that. The receptacle line, primarily. I mean, you just get people on the street. Can you read Call this them receptacles. Camera? I'm going to start calling people receptacles. My girl's going to come back and be like, yo, Burlington Throw Factory, you're just oh. my cum receptacle. That to mean you women. know what those two actually track. I think those those <laughs> go hand in hand. <laughs> uh, When's your manifesto coming? <laughs> uh, I started progress on it back in high school. It's been on pause. Life's been good since. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! According to the United States Department of Justice's website, my friend, my I people, bring to you my homies. Our friends in in arms, I bring to you 36-year-old Zachary Barton of Port St. Lucie, Florida, who received over $245,000 in disability payments from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs after he, quote, exaggerated his mental and physical impairments to increase the amount of disability payments he received. So this guy was a soldier, okay? So he uh, submitted a claim back in 2012, not only describing how he suffered from PTSD due to the combat, I okay. also had, quote, limited motion of the arm at the shoulder level and painful movement of the arm. He additionally stated he could only go to the gym about twice a week and could barely lift a minimal amount of weight. So guy saying I'm fucked up from the war. My arm doesn't work. Pay me. Right. Yo, we support veterans over here. We're going to throw some money at you, bro. You get fucked up from combat. You can't work. Yeah, hey, it's like workers comp. Fucking I mean, right. OK, yeah. well, usually people on workers comp don't get, quote, Routine, uh, Barton routinely performed strenuous weightlifting, leg pressing 650 pounds and chest pressing over 300 pounds, continues the Department of Justice's website. According to the same article, an investigation led by the department found other glaring evidence of fraud, such as gym records showing how Barton regularly checked in to exercise and was also spotted moving furniture out of his house during a move to Colorado Springs. My guy's yoked <laughs> as fuck. Yoked as fuck, fam, and posted um, himself online. Bro, he sir, posted his own shit online. Sir, um, yeah, hello, sir. We've been reviewing your claim, and um, a simple search of your social media profiles find that you're completely bullshitting the government. And, you're way too uh, fucking yoked. To, you know, take that. Yeah, you know, you said you can't perform any uh, lifting. Um, this rap snitch canisius, bro. <laughs> this guy's got a video. I guarantee you, a, a full frontal facing selfie cam video of him in his truck being like. <sighs> I fucking love combat. I love fighting them motherfuckers. I came back stronger and post that shit, but then goes uh, to the government. I thought you were going like, to say he's going to have a, he's going to have a video of him, like lift, like clean and jerking, like fucking 150. Just be like, he, <laughs> bro, that's how he got busted. That's how he got busted. There you go. He posted his shit online and they were like, uh, flagged it and then looked into it. And we're like, oh, you're a competitive uh, weightlifter. I, I got to tell you, I'm really enjoying this out. This one small piece of the world we live in now where exactly that the, the the fact that people cannot resist being on the internet and doing internet stuff combined with, you know, them trying to scam and be bullshitters and do all sorts of crazy shit. Those two things about human society coming together is just such a sweet little, like, it's ah, amazing. Fantastic. It's, it's, Thank it's, you. Uh, sweet justice. Sweet chef. Like kiss. when you're going to be in, well, like in the divorce settlement, when they start reading back your podcast lines, cause the lawyer finds them. You're like, yeah, <laughs> he was actually terrible. You know? 
fucking whore, throat goat. <laughs> yeah, you're like Burlington throat factory. Um, interesting. I can, see, so. I can see a lawyer reading that in court, like adjusting his glasses. As yeah. his, uh, yeah. Defendant then claimed Burlington throat factory as and an then wait. And then wait, wait till, wait till. I like, meant it in the, admiration. It wasn't like, a throat. <laughs> legal YouTubers like do their videos on it. Be like, okay, hey guys. Today, we're going to break down day 43 of the Matt Carter divorce trial um, bombshell from the courtroom today as they read Matt's old podcast transcripts, um, you know, including the Burlington, Burlington Throat Factory issue. And that's going to like have trend on Twitter and all that stuff. Burlington Throat Factory. That's just gonna, that like, hashtag. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be super meta. The like 10 years is going to come back. And, like, famous podcaster. I mean, that oh. part might be fiction, but the rest of it tracks, I think. Might, might, might track, might tell. Yeah. Okay. Might we'll see. Bro, we'll the see. whole, like, the, the, the rap snitch canicious shit of people just, like, ratting on themselves is you got You got amazing. another one, don't you? I do have another one here. So this is the same thing of, a, you know, do you see the star witness? Yeah, I'm right here. This is, this is people ratting on themselves. So a man here raps about robbing ATMs. Well, he was arrested for robbing an ATM. Ladician Riley, 30 years old, was one of four people arrested in Tennessee last Monday. Uh, plan was to rob an ATM technician as he was servicing the ATM. Detectives oh, okay. apparently traced the thieves due to the identifying the getaway car, which was a Hyundai Elantra, and traced it back to a fucking Hertz rental. It was you. It was me. Yeah, I just went down <laughs> to Memphis for a weekend. I was just like, Yo. hey, you go to Tennessee to watch. T- Holy shit. Yeah, I hurt my back. I'm off work for a little bit. <laughs> Fucking liar. That's why you're so quiet. <laughs> I, had, I had a lick. So apparently they traced uh, they traced it back to the rental place and then viewed the fucking security footage and then saw the vehicle they rolled up to the rental place with and then found them from there. Okay. Uh, Riley performs under the name 213 Jug God and has released music videos on YouTube about robbing ATMs. Okay. I guess I didn't, I learned something. This must be some Memphis slang. Jug means to like follow somebody and then rob them. So he literally did exactly what he says in his music. Uh, he li- this is not it, the dog. first time we've read a story like this either. No. Like we've this had numerous rappers. Yeah. Dog, so Bo- Bobby Schmurda. Bobby oh, Schmurda literally was like, uh, bah, bah. these my co-defendant son. Bah, bah. <laughs> and he held the gun. Bah, bah. Shot him in the leg, bro. <laughs> like it's ridiculous, man. Like, like giving up your alibis and shit. Being like 4 15 p.m. <laughs> on Tuesday, October. So like, whoa, shit. Like that's <laughs> the scene of the crime. Like, I think it got, it got it got to the point, I think, that Jay-Z, I don't know if he was successful in this or not, he might have been, but they tried to get a legal team together and make a case that you're not allowed to be able to use rap lyrics. Yeah, against they're people trying in court. to they're I think trying they're still to, trying to. But yeah. like when you're somebody like Bobby Schmurter who's like Says the name of each of my co-defendant accomplices that helped me in murder. Well, there's a difference, right? Because I think the Jay-Z thing was was based around the fact that they didn't like that they would use rap lyrics to paint pictures of defendants fair, in court fair. Totally for unrelated agree. things. Fair. Like guys would be up on a gun charge and they'd be like, well, your honor, he raps about, I'm not, I shot this, but it's like, you're right. These ones where it's like, you rapped about a specific crime you committed. And then we were like, Oh look, you are the suspect for the specific crime. You said you did. It was four 52 in the morning like, at Jane and Lawrence. And I was crawling called credit card fraud. <laughs> uh, steal your credit card, spend the money. Uh, like, uh, yeah, you did actually. Fuck. 
It's really easy. I just plug it into your number. Easy peasy. <laughs> like I hit my man Mark up and he told me the unit for three ninety nine, homie. Like yeah. it's just they, they just like, lay everything out, dog. Oh, okay. And uh now coming to the stand is Mark. Right? Yes, Your Honor. I I flipped on this idiot. Uh, Mark's lawyer, looking defeated. Please stand. Yeah, how do you plead? Listen, uh, I tried to convince him to plead guilty to a plea deal. He doesn't, we're going through with this. I'm going to bank the hours here. We're pleading not guilty. Or it's one of those things where it's like you outside the courtroom, you're like, please, for the love of God, take the deal. Take the the plea. No, I want you to fight for me. You're like, no, please. Like, you, I'm a court (laughs) appointment. Filmed yourself committing a crime and used it in your music video. We can't help you anymore. Like, oh. I'm here to lessen. I'm like a union rep. I'm here to just lessen the blow. Okay, like it's (laughs) it's over. It's done. Oh, fucking people kill me, man. People Uh, fucking kill me. uh, This is gonna rile you up a little bit more. It's the inflation you're not supposed to see. Oh, from toilet paper to yogurt and coffee to corn chips, manufacturers are quietly shrinking package sizes without lowering prices. Hundred percent. Dubbed shrinkflation, and it's accelerating right now worldwide. In the United States, a small box of Kleenex now has 60 tissues. A few months ago, it had 65. Chobani Flips yogurts have shrunk from 5.3 ounces to 4.5 ounces. In the UK, Nestle slimmed down its Nescafe Azera Americano coffee, a regular favorite of mine, of course, from 100 grams to 90 grams. And in India, a bar of Vim dish soap has shrunk from 155 grams to 135 grams. Bend over, spread them, because we're coming in once more. Just wait till they like once they like this blows up to a big enough issue. Even though we're all talking about it, it hasn't reached that no, like we're boiling. Not. We're not all well, talking. One article and like, a couple of unlistened to podcasters. Okay, like, yeah, fair enough. But you and I have been talking about this. That's what I'm saying. It's not at the populist level yet. So we're ahead of our time, is what you're saying. A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah, a little bit, right? One day, um, one day these rubes will fucking get on we board. We fucking told you. Now, <laughs> it, it's going to get to the point probably where it gets so bad, and the average person is going to bring it up and freak out. Do you think the companies are going to flip the story and be like, no, nothing will ever happen to them and nothing will ever change. No, listen, listen, listen. In America specifically, maybe Canada too now, I guess they can flip it and be like, we're trying to curb obesity. We're trying, we're trying to help you. No, you're, you're not thinking, (laughs) you're not thinking shysty enough. How they're going to flip it is by then making the sizes bigger and marketing them as larger size, like King size. Double packed. Yeah, I know. But they're going to do it again in a different way. Bro, the family size Cheerios, which is like the old big boxes when we were kids, not yep. the family size, which that were like, like regular ones. Costco size. Yeah. So the, the regular size Fruit Loop box are like $10 at no frills. We're not talking expensive grocery. I walk by and I laughed. I'm like, what? Like, what are we doing, man? This, uh, this part of the article really, I think, I think hammers home the point for you. Shrinkflation appeals to manufacturers because they know customers will notice price increases, but won't keep track of net weights and small details. Like I, the fucking number of sheets of toilet paper. I fucking do. I fucking do. Companies can also employ tricks to draw attention away from downsizing, like marking smaller packages with bright new labels that draw shoppers' eyes. Basically, you're all a bunch of dumb fucking idiots who are going to be like, ooh, new logo. This go looks grab, different. Go grab a bag of Ruffles right now. The regular, like, and tell me that that shit ain't gotten smaller since we were kids. Just pick it up. It's like, fucking ridiculous, bro. And I mean, here's the you thing. Just, you just change the bottle. You make the bottle have an indent in the middle. So it's like, it's for the grip. But oh, it's like, no, it's 30 sleek. milliliters less. Yeah, like, like you, I see your fucking shit, you bums. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not privy to your bullshit. If they ever fuck with the 355 aluminum cans, I think they'll be hell to pay, though. That's been a uh, standard. I think they, I think that's tough. I think that's a real tough one. See, here, what they've done is they've just offered you 
you know, the mini versions. Yeah. Which I'm sure economically speaking are, are like you, you're so much better off to buy a regular six cans or whatever the fuck you're way better to buy like a skid or a fucking two liter bottle from the grocery store. Right. But nobody does that. No. Cause it's like my dad, bro, my dad, different color. My my fucking dad. So check this out. So I had been down to New Brunswick in a while, right? I hadn't seen my family and my dad hadn't seen me in forever. So when my girl and I rolled up, he was like, oh, I'm going to get Chinese, right? Got fucking yeah. way too much fucking food. Like way too much. I was trying to be like, make sure there's enough kind of thing. But Damn. anyway, he goes, you guys want to drink? Like shit, I didn't grab anything. I'm going to go to the gas station. I was like, yeah, sure. You can pick me up. So that, that'd be great. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Cause he was trying to do something nice. Comes back with four 571 <laughs> milliliter Coke bottles. And I'm like, dog, that's like $10. Why do you just buy a fucking two liter? Well, just, uh, they're on sale. I'm like, it still costs four more dollars, bro. Like just buy the fucking big bottle. I'm, I'm, I'm so rage. I trust nobody anymore. You know what I mean? Like I trust everywhere I go. I see something. I'm like, it's a scam. Scam. Everything's a scam. scam. That's a scam. It's all a scam. Hello, sir. Don't fucking scam me. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck's your problem, bro? (laughs) Dude, it happened to me in fucking Jamaica. I was, hey, I was, I was rolling with your call back there. Thank you, thank you. Fuck, roll, walk by the guy in the bus, and he's like, oh, you know, no, man, I'm good. No, we're not trying to fucking scam you. Just assume you're being scammed. Like you're just everybody's like, and I think half people are just like, it's not a scam. It's no. It's not a scam. No. I'm just specific. You're the only person that's walked into my store in six hours and I really need to make a sale or I'm going to get yeah. fired. Do you have any idea what the rent is on this building? Holy shit. Fuck, bro. We went to look at a, a couch. Uh, we went to Lazy Boy and I was like, yeah, we'll just go in there and show the recliners. Solid. First of all, super expensive. Jesus fuck. Oh, Christ. Lazy Boys are like, they're like the Ferraris of chairs. So know? we pull up, we pull up into the parking lot and there's like no cars in the parking lot for the store except for a couple. So I'm like, those okay. are the employees' cars. This store is empty. And I looked at Haley. I'm like, when we walk in, You've been in sales. They're going to bombard us. And it's oh, like, oh, we're going to be the only, oh, literally the first thing we walk in, we're like, what are you trying to buy? Hey, it's, how like, you doing, like, sir? it's like, bro, like fucking like, holy shit, man. Let me breathe a little bit. And then we went to Leon's and the guy was like, hi, my name's blah, blah, blah. If you need anything, just let me know. We'll be in the store. I was like, respect. Thank dog. you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. And then I can flag you down and be like, question for you. You know what I mean? Stay off yeah. the distance and watch me. Don't like fucking come at me like a vulture. Each section you move to, they're like, hello. Hey, can I help you? Like, like bro, no. it was like, it was like dating that fucking bald pony the ponytail guy in his thirties there. You know what I mean? Like you're the only woman in his life. He's going to send you a letter three years later. I the still guy at Lazy need Boy's probably going to call me. I hate you, but I respect you, but I need we checked, you. The guy at Lazy Boy's going to be like, we checked our camera footage and we saw your car pull up. We traced it back and <laughs> called They're you. all in the back room, like watching the camera. Like, There's a car. <laughs> Just wondering if you're interested in buying that couch. <laughs> <laughs> Three years goes by. Like I was really upset that day you didn't buy a fucking couch for yeah, me. Yeah, wait till you get <laughs> all the isms in your <laughs> consumerism is a problem. When you said that thing about consumerism, I never let it go. I sell things for a living. Oh, hey, <sighs> bro, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I know you suffer from reclinerism, sir, and your hatred okay. for our, our recliner race. But it's okay. Ask somebody for grooming advice. Get an honest opinion about your parents and your style and then listen to it as not an insult, but a constructive criticism. You get off the internet, read a couple books that aren't, you know, from the Republican book club, like we went over, you know, and, and just, and just start to build your unlikable, unattractive, uninteresting and, and flat out just, just despicable human persona and start to kind of mold that clay into something more bearable. You one one step guy? at a time. That guy who wrote that fucking manifesto should have hung out with the dude that asked sex with Sue about shaving your ass. 
This dude needed somebody like this in his life that would be like, ask the tough questions. This so dude we need to tough. sue Johansson for, for incels is what we need. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need That's to like sue That's like the second great content idea. Why are we wasting our time with this comedy podcast? Sue Johansson takes calls from incels. I just want to fucking shoot everybody at my school. Well, have you tried anal sex? I yeah. mean, I, I, when my husband no, fucking no, they're not even close. They're not even close. You're, you're, you're way too far down the trail. I mean, these guys can't get through. These guys can't spark a regular conversation without it eating their brains for four years. Like it's, you know. Yeah, you need to call Sue. Okay, call Sue Johansson. Maybe they need that AI girlfriend thing, you know? Uh, I just thought like, you know how. Just saying, you know? Uh, there's going to be a Sue so- Johansson sex doll out there. There has to be one day. I don't think, I think, she, I think you're vastly overestimating her celebrity. She was like she a should... local news. She was like a local, local access channel celebrity. I think you're vastly underestimating how meme that would blow up and like there would be somebody that would buy a, like a Sue Johansson I don't think you own doll. the rights. I think I don't think you own the rights to a likeness, bro. And I don't want to end know. up in court having to defend a Sue Johansson why I made yeah. a sex doll in her image. You're really stacking up. Speaking of rap snitch conditions, this is you today. Apparently. You're just like <laughs> giving away my master plan. I'm just going to say, you're, Bill, you're, you're hating on all these rappers and stuff. I feel like you're Someone's giving away your own stuff. Fucking FRC. Oh, shit. Well, that's okay. Okay, they'll be at your door first, and then I'll just have to testify against you. Be like, I didn't know. I thought he was normal. You always see him normal. You know, something must have happened. It's all that 4chan. He uses, he goes on 4chan. You know, he goes on 4chan. <laughs> I, don't. I don't. Not I me. Don't. I Not don't. Me. I go on diet. I go on diet 4chan. I go on green text on Reddit, which is like sifts through the bullshit. I think Reddit's diet 4chan already, pretty much. It, it is but. 100%. It's just like instead of it being like crazy, shoot your school up, it's hey, you can't, you can't tell me what to do, and I'm going to dye my hair blue. I'm like, okay. All right, man. I don't uh, want to work anymore. Yeah, sure. Uh, Reddit has become the most like, it's so like left-leaning. It's not even funny, man. Oh, are you tired of the woke libs taking over? <laughs> I'm tired of the woke uh, every side, bro. I'm just trying to be a centrist. Try to be an apathetic centrist who doesn't give a fuck. And I'm just that blasting is, by is, each side. Uh, you should know that is an equally hateable position that people take. Absolutely. I just, look, I just believe everything sucks, bro. No, we're not like nihilistic, stupid, you know, I'm not like, nihilistic. they're Get all the, the same. They're all the same, man. <laughs> I mean, they're not, but you know, they, they not even know, remotely, not really, but okay. How about this? This one may be, a, this, this one I think might be a little insight for you, my friend. Despite public awareness campaigns and law enforcement training to deter marijuana impaired driving, a third of Canadians who have recently used cannabis say they've been, they've been behind the wheel after consuming, according to a new government survey. A third of the country admitted to the government they smoke weed and drive. I'm going to invoke my Fifth Amendment right. And, Holy uh, Jesus. <laughs> the online survey conducted in January 22 by ECOS for Public Safety and Emergency Preparedness Canada and posted online says 33% of Canadians who have, who report having used cannabis within the previous year say that they have then driven under the influence. So if you're wondering if people are getting shittier on the roads, if you're not, they absolutely are. Increase in cannabis store access, correlation, hmm? causation. Yeah, this, is like, this is probably like what people in like 1935 were like, well, we just do with all this legalized booze around here, people are flying off the roads. Like, I think they were though. Cause like, I think that- then, like <laughs> drinking and driving wasn't a thing. So they like actually were. Yeah. You They're just driving then, you, steel rockets at each other. Like I was gonna say, back then you just like you get drunk and you get in the car. You're just like, I'm willing to flip the coin. <laughs> yeah, because like you hit a fucking wall and your car doesn't even like, dent. You're like, oh, yeah, you get just out of here. It, the car stops and you continue basically through Absolutely. whatever 
You drive home and nobody even knows a thing about your car. Now, if you fucking even touch something, your car like fucking bends in on itself. You can't just park in your driveway with a destroyed front end. They'd be like, no. Matt was drinking last night. Canadians, ha, ha, Canadians explain themselves. They have to explain themselves. So when asked to explain their behavior, about 10% of respondents said they didn't know better at the time or were uneducated about the risks. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm fucking lit right now. I didn't know I didn't that. know I couldn't do that. <laughs> Infallible defense. In about 39% said they didn't feel impaired. Those people are fucking liars. Uh, people who are like, I smoke weed and drive. It doesn't affect me. Like, mm, nah, it, yes, does. it does. Yeah, it does. It fucking does. Like you, I, I know you have friends that would hear that and be like, not true, bro. hundred <laughs> percent. Not true. You guys are fucking idiots. So like, man, you wait like four hours. All right. I'll, I'll give you a total pass. Like you're good to go. But like to try to make the argument that you're a better driver is the dumbest shit. I don't know how people can speak and not like catch themselves on their own bullshit. Like I, I said, have you never, I mean, I mean, theme of the episode here, man, how can people speak and not catch themselves? Evidently the boundaries on that are <laughs> limitless. Have you ever said some shit like that out loud before and you just catch your own bullshit? It's like, why don't you do the dishes? It's like, well, I was busy doing nothing. And then I, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I just turned right. the dishwasher on. <laughs> I put the pot in and everything. And you're like, cause I, I, I went to bed instead and just <laughs> forgot. Like you got nothing. Sorry. Like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. You know what I mean, 23% of those people, by the way, did say that they thought they could drive safely. <laughs> it's like listen it's definitely not on the same level as alcohol like i i've thought about that before i was like i could drive a car but like when i'm wrecked i'm never like i can fucking drive right now i'm like bro i can't even sit on the I couch i can't properly. walk out out to the sidewalk yeah. when i'm high without being like and be like oh shit oh no like i'm only okay if driving while high consisted of basically being in my apartment alone uh then i'd be fine probably but it doesn't it involves leaving my house entering the world, entering my vehicle, which requires a lot of things to go on at once, and then navigating that for an extended period. Bro, going like super fast things when you're fucked up, I'm not a fan of. Like I took mushrooms and took the subway train like years ago and had like two beers. Holy fuck, bro. I was zooming and looking down the hall of the fucking train as it was driving i was like well, that's, the best. that's 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 the best man oh, that was more that was not the best that was uncomfortable that was not like that i was pushing the envelope that day that was yeah that was not comfortable well, hey, you know it's all right it's all right you know everybody has a different experience when they hit the tracks <laughs> yeah for a day i was one of those people you, you know, know what i mean 25 percent of people believe that they're fine when they take the subway train on mushrooms. It's fine. It's fine. It's 30% believe it doesn't affect them at all. Like I fucking realize the guy's just staring at the yellow line on the ground. Like, yeah, hey, sure. This is the eighth train you've watched come and go. Like, what? Yeah. They'll, they'll call oh, security sh- on you. If you're doing that shit, if you're just staring just at the staring. train and not getting on, <laughs> I think this guy's gonna jump. That's where, yeah. you, that's, where, that's where somebody gets set down and is like, sir, <laughs> sir, are you okay? Call it on the radio. <laughs> oh no! That's Fucking tough. hell! You got anything else? You got anything any more for me? <laughs> what? Got a little personal there. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Okay. Officials in prison systems across the United States have banned certain books as a way to prevent the flow of material they say might incite violence. That's right. That's right. Seems Ban logical, right? Seems That's logical, right. right? Now I want people reading in my jails. 
in Michigan, keep that accent. Okay. It's important. You keep that okay. accent in Michigan. The, the ban has extended to several non-English language dictionaries over the last year. The Michigan department of corrections has banned dictionaries in Spanish and Swahili under claims that the book's contents are a threat to the state's penitentiaries. Quote, if certain prisoners all decided to learn a very obscure language, they would then be able to speak freely in front of staff and others about introduced contraband or assaulting staff or assaulting another prisoner, says Chris Gotts, the spokesperson for the racist motherfucking Michigan Department of Corrections. Well, first of all, my accent doesn't apply because accent that, uh, that it wasn't a Michigan accent I was doing, but. Southern, well, they hate Spanish, right? The fucking Mexicans. <laughs> well, I'm sure, yeah, aliens. I'm sure, yeah. If I'm in Alabama, I'm probably like, I can't wait to get that down here. Exactly, right? right? So oh. you're, you're on the right, right. track. Right. That's okay. Here's my thing. I can understand the like caveman logic of it. Like I can understand where the, the idea would arise, but then you should have another part of your brain that overrides that with, you know, regular fucking logic. I'm pretty if, sure this is just like, we don't want people who aren't white guys, like speaking a language. Literally, like, because guess what? If the, if that's the issue, prisoners can just make up a fucking language. And you're talking about people that do intravenous drugs with the inside of big pens. These motherfuckers means- can do whatever they want. I mean, that might mean that I would have to learn another language, too. And you know that we only speak one language here in this beautiful country, and that's American. It's as white. always. It's white. <laughs> oh, I, 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 yeah. Fuck. You can't speak like, Spanish because you're scared that they're going to start Swahili? And Swahili. That just seems out of field. That just sounds like they're like, listen, we don't fucking understand Swahili, so you can't speak it. I don't know what that shit is. So this is like, uh, what's the movie? I can't remember which which famous movie it is. My brother's gonna text me and be like, "Hey, fuckhead, it's this." Uh, where they're like, you know, we we get we get guns, the cops get bulletproof vests, we get hollow points, they get you know something, they get armored vehicles, they get the, like the escalation. So they ban Spanish, we learn Italian. They ban that, we learn Swahili. <laughs> we learn Swahili. It just goes they down. ban Swahili, we learn Farsi. We do like, on and on and on. San- we speak Sanskrit. <laughs> <laughs> do binary code through taps on the pipes like yeah do they learn Morse that code to each other beep 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 anything anything i have a, ta- I have a tattoo appointment at three o'clock in bill's cell <laughs> <laughs> it's like your ear reminders your appointments in two hours beep, 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 oh, thanks. appreciate it Holy anything fuck, except for the for law enforcement to like ever like not suck at their jobs completely yeah right? like no, how are we supposed to beat the shit out of them all the time if they're speaking different languages like an interesting point too that was brought up in this article is the fact that it, it adds to that cyclical nature of prison so like let's say you're you're an inmate that like doesn't speak as much english you're newer to america you or start learning you're not going to no, come back well no but what happens is like you can't let's say your english isn't the greatest right so you can get a lot of like learning english books that have portions in spanish and shit like that to help you learn a different language right right those things exist those are all banned too. So it's like effectively like oh. I'm trying to I'm trying to learn English. How the fuck am I supposed to learn? Like, I mean, you'll learn trial by fire, but next thing you know, you're just you're just speaking jail lingo, which is my whole argue, like overarching point of this is like you're gonna ban Spanish and stuff like that. You think they're not gonna have other ways to talk about contraband and shit like that that you don't know? They you you come up with something, the guards eventually get onto it, and then they switch to something else. Like, hey, do you have a pencil? Yes, I have a pencil. Here you go. Literally. Thank you for the pencil. Bye. Do you have a, sh- do you have a sharpened toothbrush? No, like, sorry. What? I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I, I, I don't have one. Uh, I, just, I don't know, man. It always seems like we're just putting band-aids over 
fucking bullet wounds. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, that's obviously not the problem. Yeah, I, I would imagine that it's it's one of those simple things that's like these guys Start are just calling assholes. people fucking mijo and bendejo and puta. They're gonna be like, what the fuck's he saying to me? Yeah, some guy's I, gonna speak Spanish to another person and be like, he's a criminal, like jumping on him, like. God damn illegal aliens in my prison. Like I was born in fucking like yeah, I was born in Poughkeepsie. <laughs> like relax, dog. Like, uh, shit. I'm a catfisher uh, from Mississippi. I just I don't know, man. Like I don't fucking isn't? know. Who isn't a catfisher from Mississippi? Yo, I learned something about catfish earlier today. Did Apparently, you? when when you're cutting them, you gotta make sure that you don't slice their stomach because they eat okay. shit. And other oh. river garbage. So if you cut mm. it open, your whole kitchen now smells like a dead animal. Pro tip, I only want my microplastics to be in the flesh of the being, not from mm-hmm. its stomach contents as well. Speaking, speaking of microplastics. Oh, have you another watched Love, interesting segue. Have you watched Love, Death, and Robots, the new season yet? Have I? No, I don't. I don't have Netflix Dang. anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, get on that stream. Sorry. It. There's just some, Steal it. some part about a robot and makes a joke about how he's like, I can't believe humans didn't fucking appreciate the microplastic foods full. So, uh, excuse me, microplastic food source that they had access to some sure. shit like that. It's fucking, it was great. It was great. Just right, topical. It. Just delete this whole part, but topical. Yeah. No, you realize by now that ain't going to happen. Stop doing that to me, man. Fucking nope. edit it. You can't nope. tell me over there nope. that I edit it nope. and then not actually nope. edit it. Nope. Bullshit. Nope. I'm going to edit, edit no, it. I'm not going to edit it. I was going to say. It's a lie. You're fucking fear it. Yeah, you're gonna. You'll do nothing, and you'll like it. <laughs> fine, I'm gonna learn a Sanskrit, and I'm gonna have my own podcast conversation. Well, that's fine. You. Yeah, go find, go find, go find a co-host who will keep up with you. In that case, I got one last one for you. Um, because I never want you to miss an opportunity on this. Lead me up. Um, popular beer manufacturer Budweiser has teamed up with Zed Run to deploy tokenized Clydesdale draft horses in its virtual NFT-based horse racing and wagering game. If you'd like me to read that sentence to you again, <laughs> and because you, the, the amount time. of words that run were it in back. it. Run I'll it back. It. I'm going to slow it down. Budweiser and Clydesdale okay. NFT beer draft popular betting service. beer manufacturer Budweiser has teamed up with Zed Run, not entirely sure, that is, to deploy tokenized Clydesdale draft horses in its virtual NFT based horse racing and wagering game. It's dense. Now I want you to go going on there. When Anheuser-Busch Gardens was like first established, like way back in the day and they started brewing, I want you to travel back in time to that moment. And I want you to read this sentence to the people. Sure. It's a little time capsule for the future. Aren't that all is these like, episodes a time capsule for the future? Duck, like that's a different fucking language. You just spoke there. Now I'm following you, but like, what the fuck are we doing, bro? Now Budweiser can like have gambling with their fucking NFTs. So, like, okay, so it is it is a metaverse, I think, like NFT game that is horse racing. Okay. And obviously the horses can be avatars or whatever. And I as I understand, you can wager on it too. So how much of the modern world can we cram into a singular entity? You've got it. I, f- I fucking hate everything about <laughs> everything, dog. This whole fucking, what did I call them earlier? The media needle exchange? Just all yeah. of this shit, bro. The, yeah. Just the selling you needle exchange, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's, I'm tired of being pimped out, bro. You dog, that's all you're good for is your booty I, hole. I, I didn't mean, agree to be a fucking consumerist whore. All right. Uh, I'm you, part, I like you to consent partake. every single I, day of your life. I my like man. to consent a little time or two. You know what I'm saying? But that's there's right. some times mm, that I'm at home no. that like, 
I don't want my toaster giving me ads. Your whole life is about money and financial security. You've already given up. You're already stuck. This is the, this is what your, what your life is going to be until you're old and you work hard to get your tiny little corner to be sit quietly and grow old and die in so that you can get home and reflect on the horrible tragedies that have happened around you. And when you're watching an Uvalde, Texas interview on fucking YouTube, you'll get cut with an ad. Meanwhile, a yeah. mom's talking to some Thank fucking you. bullshit. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I was watching channel Facts. five, channel five's, uh, coverage of the NRA convention. And then, the and then they went to Uvalde to talk to the parents. And this is true. Cause I sent this to Matt as I do with everything that happens in my life. That's borderline interesting. Uh, YouTube cut to an ad break while they were showing them. It was actually when they were showing the memorial that had been created outside the school. It went to an ad break and the ad was, I'm not even kidding you. And it came in fast. It was like the newest exciting world war two shooter. Like, <laughs> that shouldn't be funny. I, oh when God. I texted you and I said oh that shit God, floored dude. me, I actually, I actually like leaned back in my chair. Like what the <laughs> fuck is this? It was, it was wild. I wish, I wish I could have like screen capped that moment because it was just like, it was a modern day, like targeted advertising kick right in the dick hole. Talk about targeted advertising. Oh, you like guns and shootings? All right. World War II yeah. guns on iOS. You want to play war? Like, <laughs> hell yeah, I do, brother. Like, let's do it. Like, now back to the horrifying video you were just Survive watching. Survive the zombie like, oh. apocalypse in a school. Like, oh, God. Okay. Oh yeah, God. like the hot oh new school. Ever. Like, uh, d- dude, don't even don't even imagine that they wouldn't go that far. That's so like, bad, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's so, like. It's, it's okay. So it's been, like, four months. Like. So tasteless, bro. Like, the algorithm needs to come. Needs a little bit of a filter. Be like, hey, you know, you're going to cut that It ain't one. working. It ain't working. Yeah, you think maybe. They haven't figured this out yet to be like, maybe you should put nothing that has to do with shooting on this video. Like, oh, uh, well, that was, unfortunately, the algorithm, you know, the way the target ad system works is it just, it's kind of random and it just depends on the person. So, like, we can't really do anything about it because, like, you know, then we'd be accountable for our actions and the products we create and we all have that to happen. <laughs> There's some like, probably really dark moments like that where people are looking at shit, like, dude, dealing with grief and they get an I, ad for it. I sent you that thing the one time that I found the, the article that was, like, the person who got ripped in half. Yeah. And the, the ad, the ad was for like, what was it like, like Hardy's like mac and cheese yeah, bites, and they were literally like being torn in apart half. like goo, <laughs> cheesy, being separated. That's one of the all-time great ones. Man, torn in Why half. Why is that Blah. one so funny? Why is that one so funny? But the the other one is really horrifying. Recency no, bias and how horrible children. It was, I, I don't know. Probably probably because like, they said like a child was ripped apart on a roller coaster, and then I got like a Canada's Wonderland ad. I I'd probably laugh. I'm a bad person. Dog, I wouldn't like. This. It's just like the. The, you saying that is just like it's. I can imagine that exactly to a T. It and just like, picks yep. up. It's like this guy's been searching for roller coasters. Yeah, this guy's this YouTube. guy's watching a video that has to do with roller coasters. He likes theme parks. Like, <laughs> I can't, man. I can't, dude. We're just fucking chattel for these media companies now, bro. I'm like, oh my god. Oh and all we god. do is show up to make fun of them. I, I mean, I gotta appreciate it. As terrifying as it is, they do. Taking back do ownership. Great stories. Right. Taking yeah, back ownership. Right. Yeah, we're really, we're really, uh, you know. We're taking We're back ownership to of, the man of other people's stories and their content. That's right. And then repackaging it, the reaction to the reaction of the reaction to the observation of the original video, which had to be invented by somebody. Packaged That's, for your viewing pleasure. Yeah. 
and your audio pleasure. This is the 83rd episode of the fucking A podcast. My name is Dan, my, uh, my partner in crime and soon to be put on trial uh, is Matt. Matthew, it's good to see you again. It was good to see you in person last week. And, and you know, uh, Defendant requests the judge strike the throat goat comments from the, the register, please. Objection. Overruled. Denied. Overruled. <laughs> Overruled. <laughs> Overruled. Um, unfortunately, it's going to be on the record. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, you're going to have to get behind that Jay-Z bill to try to not have. Tell it, you got to be the guy who gets the podcast version of that. Like, it's not fair. It was all jokes. It was just jokes. I got to call Joe Rogan, I guess, right? He's got to be the spark. He's the biggest podcasting monkey out there. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really dispute that description of him. But, uh, you know, this is a grassroots comedy podcast. We're, we're a small-time production. And, uh, you know, Matt and I were talking before the show about thinking about sort of switching things up, the style, the format. You know, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were contemplating a drastic changes here and there. Really not that drastic. But, you know, for, for our listeners, there's not many of you. And we love every one of you. Any, I love you. I say, like like can't get it out shit. I can't even, I'm not allowed to talk anymore. It's true. But nevertheless, uh, you know, if things kind of get switched up on the feed here in the, in the near future, then, you know, you know, roll with it. Just have to fuck up and enjoy it. We're right? still, we're still figuring it out. Aren't we homeboy? We, we still, you know, learning, growing, evolving. I'm, I think I'm, I'm at the Mendoza line right now. All right. I'll, I'll stick with that. You think we're Mendoza level podcasting right now? I here? think so. I think so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That means there's nowhere to go, but up. And the field right now is all striking out like crazy. So I'd say we're doing well. That's true. That's true. Compared to other two guys talking podcasts. I really, I really think there's few above us, you know, but, but like a, like an underappreciated opening act, our time is yet to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like, nah, I'm never gonna say that. Never mind. Okay, okay, I'll I carry on stop. then. I gotta stop incriminating myself. Yeah, you might want to slow down. Um, <laughs> uh, all we ask is that if you want to support the show, just share it with a friend, share a link, show them where to find it, help them with the spelling because you know it's not easy to find, but it's worth being found, and we appreciate it very much. And if you want to go a step further, you can of course follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. I can't say I've been doing a good job with it, but nevertheless, add it to your algorithm and let it slowly filter into your brain. The at on both of those is fucking a podcast, F-U-C-K-I-N-E-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And if you have stories of your own, if you've received a manifesto at some point, or if oh you're God. writing one and need a proofreader, Matt and I are happy to help <laughs> Let you. us know. We're both wonderful wordsmiths. So email the Absolutely. podcast, F-N-E-H podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch. Let us know. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I say hi. Matt's not allowed to talk this time because he fucked up a take apparently and made me had to do this again. But nevertheless, find us there. Subscribe to it. Just simply search fucking a podcast and you can get along for the ride. I hope I'm kind of moving fast today. It's been a little disorienting behind my head. Okay, you're you know blasting that? through space over there, bro. And you, you, we got to get you some new backgrounds. You're, you're, yeah, I need you're, a new one. You're played I out. I need a new one. You know, I, I'll just I start agree. making them up for you. So I'll come up with something creative. How about like, nah, never mind. Yeah, come up with something. Yeah, whatever <laughs> you were about to say, save it for after the camera because I can't <laughs> I mash this together any further. Okay? YouTube would allow it. <laughs> okay, wonderful. <laughs> Let me know after we sign off. Anyways, whatever those backgrounds are, I hope you guys will come back, listen, watch, whatever your preferred choice of uh, your media needle exchange that we have going on. We'll mm-hmm. see you here for episode 84. Until then, say bye, Matt. Aaron, bye, have, people. Do you have any last thoughts you want to share? Oh, yeah. Maybe? Parting, oh? parting wisdom, real quick. Uh, parting wisdom. There you go. Unironically, change up the space you're living in, do some shit, clean up, make a big change in your house. 
That shit is a dopamine fucking overload. I we redid our apartment and I feel like on top of cloud nine right now. There you so go. Just even a little shit. You know what I mean? Switch your couch position, something. I don't know. Change it up. It's good stuff. I mean, you could get dopamine from changing up your house, or you could just get it from like watching 14 consecutive hours of YouTube videos. Or just casually pulling out your crack pipe beside somebody you don't know. You know? That's that's exactly right. <laughs> Talk about the dopamine overload, bro. Ooh. Do all three in the same day? Why well, clean my house crack? when I can just smoke this crack? Over. <laughs> We're already faded out. We're already faded out. Oh my god. <laughs>